At Bryan Health, we care for patients, educate tomorrow's healthcare providers, motivate our community with fitness and health programs, and collaborate to continually improve how we serve others. That's why we are proud to present another Bryan Health podcast. Here's Melanie Cole. If you've ever exercised in the water, you know how exhilarating it can be. And you actually get a great workout. But did you know that physical therapy can also be done in the water? My guest is Neil Thompson. He's a physical therapist with Brian Health. Neil, I'm so glad to have you with us today. What is aquatic physical therapy? It's an exercise program designed to uh, utilize a pool setting where the minimizes the uh, pressure on your joints. And depending on how you exercise, it can either make the uh, movement in the water more fluid, more easy, or if you uh, go a little faster, give a little more drag to it, give a little more resistance. But probably one of the best things about it is the water will push just as hard as you push against it. Well, what's the difference then between aquatic physical therapy and aquatic exercise? We see the classes and aquatic exercise classes at clubs. What's the difference between the two? With the aquatic uh, therapy, you're going to get an individualized program, and it's geared for what the goals are, whether it's pain reduction, improved gait, balance, improved strength, that type of thing. And again, because it's more individualized, personalized, can hit those areas versus where you're in a big class and they're just kind of, you know, doing it for the whole group and not really tailoring it to that individual. So what have you seen, Neil, as far as outcomes? Is it effective and who is it mostly recommended for? Well, in our case, we see a lot of orthopedic patients, either post-operative patients, back surgeries, hips, knees, the like. And we also see just, you know, arthritis, fibromyalgia, that type of thing. Because at least with our facility, we have our warm therapy pool is at 92 degrees. So it's a little warmer than your average pools that you would get at a fitness center and that type of thing. And because of that, that's kind of the, the clientele we see. Although depending on the diagnosis with some patients, they have neurological involvement, either they're post-stroke, uh, traumatic brain injury, spinal cord injury, anything of that nature. They'll also benefit from being in the pool, although we don't see that near as much because of the way our facility is, but we still have seen them in the past. And they would actually benefit immensely because they may not be able to lift an extremity, for instance, on land, but they can do that with the help of the water, uh, just as an example. Are there people for whom this is not indicated? Are there certain people that just should not participate in water physical therapy? Well, depending upon several factors, one thing we've seen, because we have that warm therapy pool, we also have a lap pool that's 82 degrees, and the warm therapy pool is not indicated if the multiple sclerosis type of patients where they fatigue easily because of the heat. So we've used the lap pool in that regard. Otherwise, if they have any sort of allergies, say to chlorine, bromine, whatever the uh, cleaning factor is uh, or the chemicals in the pool itself, they're allergic to that. That's obviously a detriment. You have people that are not real comfortable in the water. Either they have had some issue in the past 
gymnast, you know, when they're young, you know, not being able to learn to swim, that type of thing. A lot of times with ours, we're not technically swimming, if you will, but they're doing a lot of walking in, you know, either waist or chest high water, anything where they run into like a open wounds. So I think one of the questions, because it sounds like a great way to do physical therapy, especially in the warmer water, but I think one of the questions people have is when they're doing physical therapy, you know, they go through their insurance companies. Do insurance companies recognize aquatic physical therapy? Uh, yes, they do. Um, what we found, though, it, it does help to have the physicians order it specifically. Uh, that way there's no question, I guess, if you will, we're doing that as part of their treatment plan. We've had people come in just strictly aquatic therapy. We've had them do it where the physician will order both aquatic and land-based uh, exercises or even like a coordinated or, say, a progression, like you know, they're in the water to kind of get that, build up that strength, and then as they do, then start doing stuff more on land. But uh, as far as the insurance companies, they've been recognizing that uh, for, for quite some time now. So if someone's worried about getting in and out of the water, speak about how that works if somebody's very old or they've had knee replacement or hip replacement. Tell us a little bit also about some of the equipment that you might use in the water. In our particular facility, we do have a ramp, so a zero entry into the warm therapy pool. Uh, in the lap pool itself, we do have a chairlift that will go down into it if they need to, or stairs um, and with a railing on either side. So it kind of depends on their uh, level of functioning and ambulation. Uh, but generally with the ramp, and if some people, like I said, we've seen some people with either neurological issues or weight-bearing restrictions, if you will, that uh, we have aquatic wheelchair that they can... Uh, uh, transfer into and we can wheel them down on the ramp. As far as equipment, we do have call them, you know, floating dumbbells, noodles where they can uh, um, lay on or you know, doing some kicks, ankle weights, kickboards. We also have specific things like, say, uh, steps, you know, they need to work on, uh, you know, stair climbing, but they do it on land, you know, they have significant amount of knee pain. Well, you put it in the water, you have the step, and, you know, they're at, say, you know, chest high water, uh, there's significant amount of their weight is eliminated or decreased that they are able to do it without the discomfort or compression through the joint. What great information as we wrap up, Neil, tell us what you'd like the listeners to know about aquatic physical therapy and, and some of the current trends or, you know, anything new and exciting that you're doing and what you've seen as great results from this. Well, as far as new stuff is, like you were alluding to, is uh, insurance is a real big proponent of it now. Probably seeing a little bit more of even what they, and this is just kind of a trend in general, is prehabbing. And it's like, say, you're developing like core strength, for instance, for a patient that might be going in to have back surgery, for instance, and you're trying to develop some good core strength, improve mobility uh, in the in the back and that type of thing. Uh, you're also just seeing not only the aquatic therapy, but the continuation, having them going on and exercising on their own, uh, whether it be in that class setting like you were alluding to or just where they're doing it on their own. And like in our particular case, we have specials and uh, offers as far as membership so they can come in and, and continue with their exercise program. And it's been very effective and people have had a great response to that. Well, it's great information. Thank you so much 
much. Do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to let the listeners know about aquatic physical therapy and how great it can be for the feeling and for the physical therapy aspect? It's just a great adjunct, especially if traditional therapy has not helped them in the past or if they've had some chronic pain issues, like I said, uh, fibromyalgia, or they've had postoperative pain, and this may even be a year out, two years out, that type of thing. They can go in, they can exercise, and they can give a little bit more effort because it's a little easier to do it in the pool. So either you can extend the time or you can do more repetitions or push it as much as you can. And the water is a great medium for them to uh, you know, develop mobility, strength, and have less pain. Well, thank you so much, Neil, for joining us and telling us all about aquatic physical therapy. And thanks to our foundation partner, Locked In Companies. That wraps up this episode of Brian Health Podcast. Head on over to our website at brianhealth.org for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. If you found this podcast informative, please share on your social media. Share with friends and family. I'm sure you have some people that are curious about aquatic physical therapy and if it might be right for them. And be sure not to miss all the other interesting podcasts in our library. Until next time, I'm Melanie Cole.